Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, you're so welcome back to this channel, NarcCon, and if you're new, you're really welcome here. Uh, Today I'd like to talk about two very profound hooks that narcissists get into us and embed into us and how those hooks or battle strategies work with different people in different ways. And just before I get into the video, um, I've recently had another encounter with uh, narcissists at work in my past, in my past job. And I just want to say to you, you do forget sometimes until you're up against one again, just how bad it can be. You do forget until you see the little horns coming up and the tail swishing around and the lies coming out. And don't turn me off if you're new here. I'm not batshit crazy. And this is just the way I would humorously describe a diabolical narcissist when they're really in full flight and they're telling lies in order to take you down and get their own agendas met. Anyway, I will fill you in at a later juncture on on how that goes. But it did bring me back to base again, and it did remind me of the destruction that these things or creatures do to other people when they're set on a plan to bring you down. Okay, so let's get into the subject of the video. And this is this is kind of an organic learning as you go along and you see what happens to so many different people. You see the same patterns of behavior um, related to the narcissistic personality disorder. And you see also how it affects different people in different ways. So I thought it would be interesting in the pursuit of full knowledge of how these people operate to give you some perspective, perhaps in retrospectively looking back at where you fit into this picture when the narcissist used these two major hooks on you, because all narcissists use these same hooks. It's part of their cycle. So let's talk about what are the hooks, first of all, and then how do they affect people? So the first hook is when a narcissist love bombs you, when a narcissist tells you you're great, flatters you, brings in a bit of future faking, makes you feel very special, makes you feel, gives you an intense amount of attention in a very short time span and doesn't let you off that particular hook very easily. So even if you're kind of going, wow, this is a lot, this is a lot quite quickly, they might back off a tiny bit, but they will they will still keep that intensity up until it becomes the norm for you. And it's like, in a way, getting addicted to a drug. They keep it pumping through your body 
and they up the scale of the drug until you unwittingly or unrealizingly, or if that's a word, don't realize that you're actually hooked on this drug and it becomes your daily bread. Now, a lot of people, when they get out of these relationships, really beat themselves up on, I knew like it was too much. I knew there was something wrong, Paula. Why didn't I just call a halt to it? Because guys, we're all human. I mean, who doesn't want to be told they're great? Who doesn't want to be told, you know, that they can do fantastic things and encouraged to do it and feel that the narcissist is good for them initially? It's, we're human. We are human beings. And particularly if we haven't had that type of attention recently or maybe in a vulnerable position or maybe lonely, people can be very susceptible to that. And anybody that's human can be susceptible to that. Some people are more narc resilient and that's for another podcast possibly. So that's the one of the major hooks. And now I know you say, Paul, I've heard all this before. Um, you know, what's new about this? What's new about this is that while the love bomb can really get a lot of people, can really hook a lot of people in, it doesn't work with everybody. It doesn't work with everybody. Some people do actually, you know, feel that it's too much. Some people get anxious with it and some people back off having had maybe a very healthy amount of attention and individualization when they were children. So if the narcissist feels this, they will tone it down a bit to see if they can get you hooked and get you onto the next stage where the second hook comes in. The second hook is devaluation. And we're going to get into that in a minute. In relation to the love bombing, there are some people who are more susceptible than others. So looking back on your love bombing, here are a few examples of how it might really have embedded in you. They might, the narcissist hook might have really embedded in you during this time. Oftentimes they will pick individuals who maybe haven't had a relationship for quite some time. And I'm talking even about years and are very vulnerable to somebody making it easy for them and making them feel very secure and making them feel that it's going to be safe to engage with this person because they're so into you that you don't feel that they're going to hurt you. So it can often be when you've been lonely or when you've been really working at life, but not dated for quite some time. This is a continual thing that comes up in coaching with people who have entered a first relationship after quite a long number of years. And the narcissist makes it feel safe initially to do so. Another type of person or situation that a narcissist can have great success at this. And remember, as I said initially, we are all vulnerable to this type of attention. Another situation may be you've had a healthy upbringing, but maybe you had one parent who was working all the time and wasn't able to give you that particular intense individual attention when you needed it. 
or you may have had a very large family and it was a very healthy upbringing, but no one got uh, specifically, you know, that type of individual attention. So it can be extremely attractive and more attractive to some people, depending on their childhood, their upbringing and their situation when the narcissist targets them. So I hope that makes sense as to you looking back at your love bombing and seeing what was it that made it acceptable to you, even when, and I know you will have felt this, something was a bit strange or something was a bit off, but you wanted to believe it. We want to believe that maybe the movies are true and maybe this person is actually genuine and maybe this is a kind of a love actually situation. So we go along with it. That's where the division is. And for you to do your look back and understand how the narcissist got in with you in the love bomb stage. So oftentimes a narcissist will carry most of their targets and most of their victims will fall for that hook at this stage. There is a more fall off in the devaluation stage, let's say, than there would be in the love bomb stage in relation to the narcissist's agenda being successful. Now, when the devaluation stage comes in and for anyone that's not familiar with the narcissist cycle, there is love bomb, devaluation, discard and hoovering back in to start the cycle again. So the devaluation cycle is pretty torturous. It is a kind of a push pull on the narcissist's part. It is a love style, if you want to call it love, where the narcissist will be very benevolent towards you and then will suddenly pull back and criticize everything you're doing. Then when they feel that you're coming towards them as they devalue you, this will be a test to see how far under control you are, they will maybe start being nice to you again. But it's a stage that's very confusing that targets of the narcissists, narcissistic abuse will introspect and look at what they're doing wrong and work hard to make the relationship work pumping out more supply for the narcissist and having their self-esteem eroded, having your self-esteem eroded. So that's the devaluation stage. Now, people that are susceptible to this, the narcissist... Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Can lose people at this stage, lose people that had maybe a healthy upbringing and that have a healthy attachment style in relation to never being abused or treated like this before. They were sucked in at the love bomb stage, but when this crap starts to happen, they go initially, well, you know, try and work this out because it's been a great relationship. But when it continues and intensifies, they kind of go, uh-uh, I'm not staying around for this. This is crazy. You know, this person obviously has problems. So instead of introspecting, they know that the narcissist 
quicker than maybe some of us would, that the narcissist is a toxic individual and they're showing their true selves in the devaluation stage. And the target at this stage says it's more about the narcissist having issues than about me because that person has had a healthy upbringing, maybe with um, with a balanced, you know, knowing what love is and not learning this love style. In other words, some of us or people who would have had a more of a push-pull love style, uh, love introduction as a child, where, where you would have not known from one minute to the next if you were loved or you were being criticised and you were being loved and criticised and you were being loved, which is very similar or familiar to the narcissist devaluation cycle. So in that instances, in that instance, that hook of the narcissist, the second hook of the narcissist can actually keep people down the rabbit hole trying to figure out where the relationship's gone wrong and introspecting. Whereas someone, as I said again a few minutes ago, that was not used to that type of loving as a child would get out of that situation much quicker. Both both types of people know that it's a big disappointment and that it's totally not right what's happening. But some of us will stay in it longer trying to figure it out if it feels familiar to us, if it brings a, up a shame in us, if it brings up a memory or a feeling of family or a feeling of home or a feeling of normality, we will stay in that situation longer with the narcissist. Now, the narcissist, it does get a shock when people who are are healthy leave at this stage because that's not what's meant to happen. The devaluation stage is meant for the narcissist victim to be confused and for the narcissist to get a major amount of supply at this stage while they're devaluing their partner or their intimate partner or whoever they're with. It can even be a friendship as well. And at this stage, the narcissist will want payment for the down payment they made on you in the love bomb stage. And they will be looking to extract what they came into the relationship for. So they'll be looking to extract character traits, financial benefits, um, getting you to commit to something. They'll be that's the sucking out stage in the devaluation where you get further and further under their control and you fight further and further to make things right and get the relationship back to the great stage again. So the narcissist has put this into practice in life. They have continually love bombed and then devalued and love bombed again and gotten what they've needed this way because a lot of people are vulnerable to both stages. As I said, Most people are vulnerable to the first stage. Some people are not. Some people say, hey, ho, this is way too much. I'm out of here. This dude or gal is crazy and uh, that's not going to work for me. This is this is like what's wrong with them. A lot of people don't see this and enjoy the attention and it alleviates and validates them. It alleviates loneliness. It, It alleviates anxiety, it makes them feel secure. And then in the devaluation stage, some of us will stay to try and figure it out and others will go, 
listen, the loving was great, but this isn't loving and I need to get out of here. So in essence, guys, narcissists usually hone in on people, but that they think will be very susceptible to their love bombing. They do not always get it right. And some of them get a great comeuppance when they start their disgusting behavior in the devaluation stage when their partner says no and walks. So if if you weren't one of the people that, you know, didn't know the two stages that you were going through, I'll hold my hand up and say I wasn't either. Um, it's great to have got this knowledge now to look back at ourselves and to say, you know, if we stayed too long with the narcissist, why did we do that? Uh, to forgive ourselves for doing that because in trying to make things work, we are good people. But what we will have to do in the future is understand that that type of behavior is not healthy and it doesn't come from a good place. Um, when it can be all good in the beginning and for quite a number of months and then suddenly can take a downhill turn and you have done nothing to change the situation and there's nothing you know, situational in the narcissist's life that could be blamed for this sudden uh, total turnaround in their behaviour, then, you know, it's a great lesson going into our future that that is a time we make an exit plan for ourselves because the problem lies with an individual having a disordered personality. So we now know about narcissism we now know that not all people are created equal in relation to how we view the world and that sometimes we have to leave a relationship that is not good for us and understand that we're doing the right thing and understand that those are very profound things a person can do to another person by faking a feeling of love and faking the validating of another person in order to gain something from them, in order to gain a power over them. That's a very profound deception of another human being. And then to attempt to wound and destroy another human being in order to get rid of your own shame and to throw it on someone else and to take their light on to you or to try and do that is also a very profound, profound action to take in relation to another individual. So these things take quite some time to recover from. They're a deeply embedded wounding of your idea, your feeling of who you are. They challenge you on every level, but on your recovery journey, it is like, I suppose, nothing short of miraculous. The delving that you can do into who you are as a person, realizing your strengths as you recover yourself and defining yourself going forward as to who you want to be in this world, who you believe you are, not who anyone else believes you are. And 
how you will interact with people in the future in relation to how they treat you and how you will recognise unhealthy signs in people and not get embroiled in relationships with people who are not functioning in a normal human way and are better stayed away from, better avoided. So guys, that's just a little insight. And it's been very interesting in coaching, seeing different people's reactions to both the love bomb and the devaluation stage. It's been eye-opening in relation to how we all deal with each other and how our childhood and how our upbringing really does have a big influence on how we deal with relationships going forward. So I'll say bye for now. And I will be traveling over to the States very shortly. And I will be coming to you from the United States of America, which is like my second home and it's a place I love. So I will see you all soon. Bye for now. Take care. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.